Hello and welcome to the Filipino on the Rise podcast. I am your host, Crystal Fabella, and I aim to promote Filipino excellence and spotlight Filipino women doing big things, making an impact. And once in a while, I like to just talk to you personally, from me to you as Crystal, um, give some life updates and lessons I've learned This community is very special to me. I don't just see it as like a listener audience, but that I really care about you all and I want to connect with you more as a person. And I feel like the best way that I relay lessons and promote Filipinas rising is by trying to embody those myself by working through my own challenges, my own shadows and healing my own hurts and traumas. And once I have gone through those, I like to share them with you, whether it's about a family relationship or parent dynamics or healing intergenerational wounds or taking my power back as a woman, as a Filipina. I always want to make sure I'm putting these into practice and lessons I've learned from the guests on on this podcast and just to connect um, from human to human. And so, yeah, I would love to give an update on where my life has been. I've been on the more quiet side. I haven't released a lot of podcasts recently, and that's because we are lining up some more guests, but I've been doing a lot of deep inner work. And this quiet phase has been me going more into silence to to just really get grounded. There's been a lot of things that have happened the past two years. I've shared a little here and there in regards to transitioning and whether that was transitioning out of my long-term relationship, which I shared, had a lot of just heavy things. And I'll just go into that some other time, realizing that there is a lot of things I have to take accountability for with myself. And if I want to step up as a leader, as an authentic person, I have to really dig deep and see you know, what happened in my past, in my, in my childhood, what are new beliefs I can input. And these are things that I always talk about, um, in this podcast, in the Filipino soul sisterhood and workshops I give, you know, in order to even step into the next level of yourself, the next version, you have to reflect, you have to look inwards and you have to kind of see where did, where do I need to take accountability And how do I give grace? How do I give forgiveness? How do I give compassion to myself in this process? I'm going to be giving an update on my recent move to Austin. And I moved from San Francisco during the pandemic to Miami. I moved from Miami. I was there for a year and went back home to take care of some family things. And there was a lot of deep work and transformation and healing I never thought was going to happen while at home with family. Seriously, one of the best ways if you want to confront and welcome in um, some early life childhood intergenerational healing that you need to do is live at home for a while and just facing the triggers that you need to, facing the conversations you need to, just facing yourself, I think is really important. And just being away from the distractions, away from your life and your social environment. And when you come home and are with family, you just realize how much you have inherited um, from your family and generationally. I, I just had such a good time really being a family girl. I've always been independent and living in different cities on my own. But when I came home to take care of my mom and be with my family, with my sisters, 
it was just like necessary to be in service to them because I'm always like being in service to uh, a larger community, a larger move and purpose. Sorry, that's my dog. But um, it was very humbling. So I'm thankful for that time. I shared a little bit about that in the last episode about how to have healing confrontational conversations with our immigrant parents. Go ahead and check that out. And I recently moved to Austin as of three weeks ago. I'm going to share why I did this and how this move is more than just a move to a new city for me. This is about me creating a home that will be the birthplace of the newness I want to bring for Philippine on the Rise, for the brand, for uh, of an outpouring I want to do for the community. This home, this new place that I, I'm in building and investing in is actually an investment back into the community I want to create, the content I want to create. And so it's great to think about um, when you invest in your yourself, it's not just selfish. It's not just doing it for you. If you want to create a beautiful environment, if you want, you can see that as building out into the impact that you want to have, whether it's your home or uh, nice, uh, nicer, you know, self-care things or an investment into therapy, into massages, into um, a brand new space. These are things that have a return on how you navigate and how you impact others. This move has just been crazy. I came here with literally three suitcases to start from scratch, and boy, did I not realize what a big undertaking that was. Um, But finally, things are starting to get settled, hence me doing this podcast interview. And some lessons that I've learned that I want to share with you all, one being about really embracing the season you're in, listening to your season, and not rushing out of it. You know, for me, it's been about slowing down and getting quiet and being okay with not producing and and seeing what inner work you need done and being okay with kind of being still and quiet and letting things go slow because that's it's far more important than rushing to just produce. And second, this phase of renewal that I feel like I'm in that I feel like maybe a lot of people can relate to because I've just been hearing these recurring themes about hey, I'm letting go of old things, of old friendships, of old patterns, and kind of this letting go, this grieving process of an old version of myself. And it's actually really exciting to do that, to to go more solo and not have those same friendships and tendencies and habits because you are in a phase of leveling up. You are in uh yeah, you're you're dying to old things and calling in the new, but in order to do that, you kind of have to purge all those old things and identifying what that is and being okay with that. I recently had a conversation with three really good friends who are in this like they're kind of sad like what's happening and realizing, you know, old relationships that they invested so much in wasn't serving them anymore and they weren't getting a return on it and that's okay. That's okay because you know, this is this is all part of evolving um, into the next version of yourself. I feel like I'm doing the same of grieving and graduating from older things and celebrating just being alone for a while, having some solitude and taking inventory of what you were spending so much of your time and energy doing, cutting that out and where you would like that to go. A lot of people have been challenged with letting go of old friendships that don't serve you anymore. And I think it's because you are finally answering to your call and you're ready to be in a tribe, in a surrounding of people and things and 
opportunities and time that serves you. You're done with the chasing. You're done with convincing people of your worth. Please know that this is completely normal and you should feel proud that you're honoring yourself in this next leveling up version of yourself. Um, But first, before we go into that, I would like to invite you to the Filipina Soul Sisterhood and all the amazing things coming in in these groups. The Filipina Soul Sisterhood is a global community I started a few months ago because I saw this need, uh, this movement of Filipinas journeying to reconnect with their culture, to understand what it means to be proud to be Panay, and to do that with like-minded Filipinas who are in various industries, who are all from walks of life, but who are just ready to We're just ready to put away the pettiness, the cattiness, to put away the exclusiveness that is inherent sometime in Filipino culture and connect with each other and be in true sisterhood. So we, um, every month we take on a theme as it relates to reconnecting with our heritage, learning about our history, to decolonizing our minds, to mental health, and just creating a safe space, just stepping into our power as Filipinas and learning from each other, from Filipina industry experts, from thought leaders, from Filipinas who are at the top of their field. They're coming in every month as our mentors, as our guests, as our workshop leaders. So so every Thursday we meet and I'd love for you to hang out with me, with other Filipina sisters who are just ready to hold space for you. Every day we have journaling prompts that I send out and we have meditations and I lead some of these sessions while other Filipina leaders come in as guests and lead the sessions. And so this next month of March, our theme is Breaking the Bias, which is in line with International Women's Day, Women's Month. We're going to be talking about breaking the bias. We're going to be looking at Filipino women in the past and present who challenged our stereotypes, who broke conventional barriers, and who broke the biases for us. And we're going to be then looking at how you are challenging norms, how you are challenging cultural conventions, yourself being proud of that and breaking ceilings for yourself. How are you as a Filipina challenging norms in your career, in your family and creating something new? How are you trailblazing and celebrating that together? And last announcement, something I'm so excited to be unleashing for the rest of 2022 is our Filipina meetups. So if you looked on Instagram, I just announced our meetups for every month, meaning I'm having an event in different cities every month. We just did our one in Seattle. It was amazing. A huge turnout for our Seattle Mahalin Times event. Yes, there's going to be a theme for every event. And this is something I've been focusing on for Philippine on the Rise this year because along with building an online community, I think it's so important. We are gathering um, in person safely, of course, because... Filipinos are, we are collective people. There is a magic and special bond that happens and that needs to exist when we gather in person and link in the show notes to sign up for the newsletters. Um, This next month will be in Houston, Texas, and Austin. And then April will be in New York City. Um, We're going to be having everything from a delicious Filipina-inspired menu to of different local Filipina creators, artists, people contributing their services and their space. Like I'm thinking a marketplace of your local Panay. So check out that lineup and when we're going to be hitting your city next, hopefully your city. And yeah, so 
I loved everyone I met at the Mel Valentine's event. I hope to see you either at the next event, if not at the Filipina Soul Sisterhood, which is online. We meet every Thursday and I host those workshops, those meditations, those breakout groups. I just love seeing the magical conversations, the transformations, the powerful, you know, bonds that are happening at the Soul Sisterhood. See you next Thursday. Sign up is in the show notes. With that being said, so quick update. I am in my new home in Austin. I moved here a few weeks ago and it, you know, <laughs> it's been crazy. I've been hit with just like one of those one thing after the next kind of ordeals. I literally came here with like three suitcases. I was planning to start from scratch. That was planned all along. I underestimated how much of an endeavor that would be, but nevertheless, things are finally getting settled. I am decorating my home. I'm having a Filipina artist, Nina, who I'll tag in the show notes, I create some art for the place. I'm so excited to see that. I just wanted to be an expression of, of myself, of Filipina culture, and I can't wait to post that. But I, I just want to answer some questions. People are like, you know, why Austin? I thought you were moving to New York City. So in a nutshell, um, I lived in Miami for a year before this. I moved there from San Francisco during the pandemic with my best friend who grew up there. And she's like, let's go to Miami together and do quarantine here. And that's in itself was a very interesting experience of a year. Miami, if you've never been, it's, it's like a different world. It's like its own different world, own country within Florida. And I, yeah, I got laid off from my tech job while I worked there. And that kind of catapulted me to be my own like business owner, be your own boss, whatever, because I just didn't want to go into another company anymore. So I started my own LLC in tech consulting and went more full, fully into Philippine on the rise. Therefore, I would say a lot of the growth that has happened in Philippine on the Rise happened because I was in Miami, just focusing in more in that. It's a fun place, a fun city, lots of glitz and glam and beauty here and there. But I mean, I just kind of got uh, not, I lost my appetite for that. And I just started building more, going more inwards, building my content more. And I learned, I learned that it's important for me to live in a place where I'm surrounded by a community of people I can uh, be inspired by, who really were mission-driven, where people cared about community. That's why I moved to San Francisco because I wanted to be around, you know, innovators and and risk takers. And so Miami for me, it, you know, after the year ended, I was like, I'm just ready to to be uh, in a city where I could be amped up and reconnected to mission-driven things again. And that was going to be New York City, but honestly, I'd, I've been back and forth a few times. I had a meetup there, a Filipino meetup, which has been great. There's a really great Filipino community out there um, of uh, business owners, uh, creatives, Filipinas doing trailblazing things. And you know what I took away from New York City is that it is really a hustle and bustle and a grind. I love the energy and the drive there and the go-getterness that I become more of in there. But I realize I want to be somewhere where I feel like I can have a safe and sacred space and create from and feel more grounded. Like groundedness is really important for me right now because I want to produce more from a place of depth and being not like not being distracted by a city, but being more connected with myself spiritually with my intuition and 
just be in a more creative mode. So Austin, I'd visited here so many times in the past few months. And I actually moved out here before Miami for a bit. That's another story. But I moved out here with my ex. And, you know, when the breakup happened, I left and said I was never coming back. But by way of fate, I got dragged out here by my best friend randomly over the summer. And I thought it was going to be a really triggering, scary experience for me to be back here. Um, but it ended up being a really healing um, and reclaiming experience of the city. I realized I fell in love with. I really loved so much. I felt like every time I was in Austin, I just connected with the people. People are so down to earth and really just like friendly. And um, there is a lot of new people coming in. And so you have a lot of new energy, people who are just really ready to meet each other, a lot of young folks, older folks. There's a tech scene booming here. There's a creative scene. There's podcasters. So that's really important for me. I want to level up more as a podcaster, as a producer, as a a business owner, as a Filipina um, who can create more. And it feels like a big, small city. And so if you're ever here in Austin, let me know. And yeah, like I said, I want this to be the birthing ground of new powerful things happening for Philippine on the Rise, for this global movement that I I believe having. And so I think it's really important to have your own sacred space and to curate your home as the breeding grounds of the birthplace of what you want to be and produce. And this is what I'm dedicating my home in Austin to, really. I see everything that I'm building up here as an investment back to my mission Um, and my home is going to be an extension of me and that will produce the extension of what I want Philippine on the rise and my brand to be. And so, yeah, I just, I really want to empower you to invest in the beauty of your home, to invest in the beauty of your life, to make it a reflection, to, to not be afraid to invest in beautiful, intentional things around you in and I'm not saying to spend, spend on things all the time and to just go lavish on your home, but to say you're deserving of waking up in an environment that is thoughtful, that is kind and beautiful to you because that will let you outpour more. Um, so yeah. Anyways, so here's what happened when I moved to Austin. <sighs> I went back to Miami first to gather some more of my things. While I was in Miami, my phone got stolen. That caused an upheaval of its own. And I had to just find a new one. My friend in Miami gave me his old one. I got it to work somehow. (laughs) I came back, flew here to Austin with like the three bags that I had and got to my apartment late at night. I was just so tired, ready to be home in my mattress on the floor. (laughs) And I realized I left my keys at TSA in Miami. So I didn't have my home keys. And it was like nighttime. And so I had to find some way to get in through the locksmith. And that in itself was just the first part of all things. That night, I had a gas leak in the apartment, had to evacuate. The next day, we had a snowstorm, snow down, lock in. And I got all my shippings delayed. And so I'm here in my apartment, which doesn't even have Wi-Fi set up, not a lot of things in it, and just me in my little bed. I was literally in this snowed storm 
piling coats on top of me so I can sleep under them. So yeah, my mom would call me asking how I was and I'd be underneath my coats like, I'm okay, mom. And there's that. And I tried to record a podcast while I was on hotspot. And so that guest was so patient, Nicole, so sweet. You're going to see that episode soon. I had to keep restarting the podcast recording like five times because I was trying to record while I was in the middle of a snowstorm. So lesson learned, if things are just too hard, don't try to force it. Be easy on yourself. Don't try to make things harder because that's what I ended up doing. But anyways, and then after that, I had to go and get a car because I don't even have a car here in Austin. And I didn't realize how freaking competitive this car market is. Oh my gosh. Me and my friend, she went with me for a day. I would call in a car dealer and ask them what cars they have at this budget, at this thing. I wanted X, Y, and Z. And we would drive over to this dealership and it would be gone by the time we got there. And so I'd call the next dealership 30 minutes away and I'm like, please, I, I need a car. Can you just put it in hold? We're on our way. And they're like, yeah, it's in. By the time we got there, they'd be like, someone just walked off the lot with it. So if you're trying to buy a car, literally it's a lit market, just like the housing market, right? Everything's just so crazy. I, I heard it's because the car parts are backed up and whatnot. Everyone's trying to buy right now. So we ended up going through four, five different car dealers, literally racing 30 minutes an hour away. It was so discouraging. The very last dealer, I pretty much fought tooth and nail for my car because I got there. He was like, I just got off the phone with you. I know I said it was here, but a couple just signed for it. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I like broke down in tears because this is a whole day gone. I don't have a car. As, and, and as we were walking back to my friend's car with my head hung, I hear the dealer running behind me saying, Crystal, the car loan didn't go through for this couple. It's back on the market. Do you still want it? And I literally in the last hour of things happening, I fought for my car. I got it. And now I have a, an adorable Toyota Camry hybrid that I, I really feel like I fought for. And so this is really cool and important for me, y'all, because um, – this whole moving process has been a lot, not just physically, not just mentally, but like it's been a huge financial investment. And a lot of this is a lot of this decision making has made me confront this financial mindset that I've been in. I talked about it in my, my last episode about, and it's been about me really investing in what I believe I deserve. When you grow up in so much conditioning and frugal and saving living, and you know, we immigrated here, we just learned how to be really good and tight with our budgeting and to not spend beyond our means. A lot of me building a home from scratch and making it as beautiful as I want to, using my savings to build a place of my dreams and get a brand new car. Has me has has made me really challenge like what do I believe I deserve and and not to skimp and save on myself but really like I I watched in San Francisco as so much of like my like white girlfriends would just be easily like lavishing on their place maybe of course because they had you know the resources and funds to do it and I'm not taking that lightly but a lot of this spending and building a new place has been me confronting like old programmings and beliefs of like, you don't deserve that. Go with the lowest thing, go with the cheapest thing. And 
and like realizing, oh my gosh, I always went for the lowest price. In the back of my head is like, oh, we can get that for cheaper. Oh, we can go to the to the Walmart and get that for this and this. And don't get me wrong, I love me a good bargain hunt. I will not spend beyond my means, but I promised to myself this time around that I wouldn't cheapen myself. That if I had this much savings, that that I owed it to myself to to build a beautiful life. And I, I want you to know that every time you step into you know what you believe you are deserving, you are kind of honoring the sacrifices made for you. Like we weren't meant to be in a more empowered, financially set up lifestyle. We are to always be skimming on ourselves and to just be living on the cheapest that we can. I think it's a way to honor the survival mentality that generations have had before us, the the saving that they did to really stake a claim in this this country, just to take up space and say, I am deserving of a beautiful home too. I am deserving of this brand new couch, this brand new bed. And just waking up in this beautiful home every day is it's like, wow, I'm declaring to the universe that I believe I'm deserving of a beautiful life. And one of the themes that we had in the Filipino soul sisterhood is being deserving of our dreams, right? That how much of stepping into our power as Filipinas is about declaring over ourselves that I am deserving of this, of this promotion. I'm deserving of this lifestyle, this way of living, of this mindset. I'm deserving of going after this passion project, of going after my business, deserving of living this way. And I do see myself, even though it's a freaking investment and I'm like, oh my God, sometimes I just like push send and order and get the thing and, and, you know, and it hurts and it hurts because I'm so used to being like, well, we could just go down the street to the Ross to get the really cheap version of this, or I can, you know, I don't need a brand new thing. I can get an old bed, but no, these little things I really believe. And you find your own avenue of doing it, of declaring to the universe, I am deserving of this, whether it's you going for a uh, relationship and a person because you're you believe you're deserving of that kind of love and that person or whether it's you ordering your new furniture and getting nice clothes for yourself or getting that car that when you drive it you just feel good and when this is all obviously in your means and I'm and I don't want to downplay you know and assume that everybody has the resources and fin- finances to do this but whatever that means for you Whatever you believe you are deserving and you have the means for, when you press send, when you press order, when you build your life around you that pushes back limiting like sayings and programmings of like, no, you can't have that. You have to go for the lesser thing. You have to go for the cheaper thing. You have to go for the lower job title. You have to go for the safer route first. I believe that when you actually, you know, hit order. When you hit yes, you are declaring to the universe the kind of life that you are calling in. I believe so much in building a beautiful life around you and how that is fruitful to who you become. So what does beauty look like for you? What does it mean to surround yourself with an environment that inspires you? Lastly, I want to end on this theme of learning to be in the season you're in. So ask yourself, what is the season you're currently in that feels natural? Is it like, go, go, go? Is it 
changing things up? Is it transition or is it getting really still and quiet? Is it letting go of things? Is it just letting things be? Is it just repairing and healing some things? You know, whatever that is. There's this natural nature to to the season that you're in. And so the second week of me being here in Austin, I had an empty home and I was just couldn't even focus on anything other than putting my home together. I I didn't even look at my emails. I was so out of touch at work. I wasn't producing any podcasts. I couldn't even like read a text and send it to anyone. When you're like just trying to get your home together, your lifestyle intact somehow, you just can't think of anything else. And I was rushing so much to just get furniture and get this. I didn't have a semblance of a home. To me, it's important to go home and have like someone of a setup. I don't know how we all do it, who can like have boxes and emptiness for a long time. I just, I can't function. And so I was really burning myself out, just trying to build a home. And that's crazy because you know how, how, um, a lot moving can be and it does take time. But I was like more from dusk to dawn, running around, buying things, putting things together. There's so much decision making that goes on. And again, like I said, the financial kind of like mindset shifts that were happening and decision making and the emotional investments here and there, just emotions running through of like getting this place together was just draining me so much that I remember like And then I was feeling guilty because I wasn't producing any content. I was like being really hard on myself because like I was being silent and I wasn't showing up for things. And I just sat on the floor of my living room a day, just exhausted. And I had to call my sister and she said something really important. She was like, you just moved into a brand new city a new place. You have nothing there with you. No one's helping you. You need to be easy on yourself. You are trying so hard to rush this whole process when you really just need to learn to slow it down and be in the season you're in and that things take time and that the this is seed you're planting. It doesn't have to all come together at once. And she made a good analogy of like being like nature. She said, be nature. And you look at flowers and when they're planted, you put the seeds in, they don't sprout right away. They're still underground for a really long time. And right now you're still kind of underground. Think of it like winter, how these things happen under the ground. And it's not because there isn't like life happening. It's just because you have to be underground for a while and take it slow and let yourself like hibernate and let this growth happen um, slowly and gently. And flowers, when they bloom, they take their time. They don't just sprout out of nowhere and they're just like, poof, colors. They allow themselves to grow slowly. They wait for the rain to come and we are patient with that. And even when the colors do come, they let it go slowly. You are trying to rush this home and this lifestyle and being the, you know, the the business owner and the podcaster and the creator that you want to be, you're trying to rush into like, you've been thinking about this for so long. She knows this. I've been thinking about this moment for such a long time. I've been thinking about being in my own space finally for a long time. I've always been living with other people. I've always been like dreaming about what my own 
space would look like and the the woman that I would be here and how empowered I would feel and just the independence I would feel for a really long time. I lived with my ex-partner for a long time and I was in this really, you know, kind of toxic environment. And so this is a dream place that I had that I would like close my eyes and think of in my head. So this was a long time coming and I'd been saving for this and I'd been sketching and ideating for this. So naturally when I came here, I just wanted to happen so fast, but I was burning myself out through the process. And I wonder if there are areas that you finally get to and you just want to like make it happen so fast. Yeah. And I just really love that analogy because we allow nature to have its seeds and to be underground and to plant and to grow and good things take time. And right now I feel like the season that I'm in is asking me to not go like full out, go, go, go right now, but to kind of still be like in a winter and so when the spring comes and the rain comes and the showers and the, the 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 flowers will grow and the plants will sprout, but it's okay that things are taking slower. And this is some pressures that I put on myself sometimes to produce more content and to like produce faster and to do podcasting more and to do more on social and more in the community. But yeah, and then you and then you can compare yourself to how fast others are growing and how much they're doing. Let me tell you, everyone, that great things do take time. We see so much overnight success stories on TikTok, on Instagram, just online, on social. And I feel like we've all rushed to that easy route because we could see that it can happen, that algorithms work that way, or just it's so easy to to just post up now. But what I'm doing is I want to build a movement a global movement of women stepping into their power into as leaders and other people knowing about Filipino women and culture and being empowered, inspired by it, and seeing that we are forced to be reckoned with. And, and that I want to help this movement of Filipino women really connecting back to their culture and stepping into their power and their passions. And that's going to not be overnight. And I am realizing I could just really embrace the seed planting, the growth of this. If you just let yourself be in the season that you're in, it's going to be better than rushing to the goodness. Just letting, oh, that's my dog, letting ourselves listen to our season saying, hey, right now, this is what this is about. This is what feels right. This is what your body needs. And letting yourself slow down, um, and letting things happen and being okay with things happening slowly because I think that I'm missing and letting things and letting, and being okay with things happening slowly because you miss out when you rush so fast. There's this beauty in the process of seeing things come piece by piece and relishing in the little pieces coming in, whatever that looks like in your life. So that when it comes to the bigger picture, and when it comes to the big outcome that you can say you're really there for every piece of it, that you were in the process and experiencing the joys of the day by day, I just want to encourage you to be okay with slow growth. Be okay 
with being a seed underground and planting slowly because the biggest, tallest trees have the deepest roots and the most beautiful flowers you see, they didn't sprout overnight. They really took their time and waited for the rain to come. And yeah, I, I, I hope that you can listen into your season and honor whatever stillness, whatever slowness, whatever the not producingness, the whatever the, the discovery phase looks like, this is the birthplace for the best stuff, the best creativity, the best reconnection with yourself. And so you get a deeper intuition in these times so that when you are flourishing and springtime is here and you're your stuff is fully grown and out there. You have deeper roots. You have gotten in touch with yourself. You had those moments of quiet and of self-inquiry. And so that's what I've been doing a lot of. And I'm just going to let myself have this slow unfolding because I am so excited for the great things that are going to be unleashed this coming year. And I don't even know what most of those things are going to look like. Maybe it won't look like what I just mentioned. Maybe it's going to look like something else. But just know that the person that you have, you're listening to, me as Crystal, Philippine on the Rise, that we are doing some deep digging work to bring the best for you all. To that because I'm so inspired, that because I'm so committed to this movement that I want to make sure my roots are deep and producing really great fruit. So anyways, that's enough on me. That's my update. We're going to have some amazing guests coming up. I'm so excited for this. I hope I can see you on the next Thursday, Filipina Soul Sisterhood. Again, our theme is breaking the bias. So hang out with me and other Filipina sisters every Thursday. Sign up is in the show notes. Again, the March theme is in line with International Women's Month and Day, breaking the bias. We're going to be celebrating how you as a Filipino, as a woman, are breaking the bias, shaking up the stereotypes, um, creating a different path and breaking cultural convention, trailblazing. I wanted us to celebrate that with each other. And so can you imagine being in March, celebrating International Women's Month with other empowering Filipino women, having industry experts, mentors, thought leaders, coaches, authors surround you. This is what this community is about. Having vulnerable discussions with other Pinais who are relating their experiences and where you're like, oh, I connect with that. I get that. And just holding space for each other and you will walk away feeling enriched. I promise you. I hope I can see you at next Thursday's Filipina Soul Sisterhood Circle and that I can see you at the events coming this way. Everything is on the show notes. I love you. Thank you for listening to my updates and I'll see you on the next Philippine on the Rise. Bye-bye.